And then I was like, oh, God, it's a horror. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, it's definitely a horror movie. <laughs> That sounds delicious. So you just let me know when you're ready. That's so weird that I can only hear you in one ear. Weird. King in the North! Wow. King wow. in the North! Wow. King in the North! Let me just turn you down a smidge. <laughs> King in the North! And this is Lady Mormont. King in the North! That was Lady Mormont. <laughs> Let me try one thing real quick. Hold on North. That's very strange. Strange. Okay. This is the show. It is the show we do. We do it Jeez. a lot. Sometimes we don't. Even though we don't do it all the time, it's still our show. That's that's our new theme music. <laughs> Hello? Yeah, sorry. I did something that turned <laughs> off. Hold on. <laughs> I shouldn't have done that. Uh, this is the show, guys, and this is what we do. This is how we make the millions. Thanks yeah, it to is. Thanks to Aim Shovels um, for re-upping for another year. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they weren't sure, but when we recorded last time, they were like, oh, they are, they are still recording, so I guess we should um, renew the agreement. We got in just under the wire on, the, on that. <laughs> That's funny. Well, they're about to come out with a, uh, a whole new line, so they need some way to pub it. Yeah, that's what it is. Yeah. So, there you go. Disgusting. Hey, hold on. Hang on one second. I'm going to try one thing. I'm going to try one thing, just one thing. If it's two things, I will fucking kill you. Hello? Hello? Yeah, it's it's still only here in your one ear. I'm okay, still whatever. Only he- what is it, left ear or right ear? Left. Oh, okay. The creative ear. <laughs> is that right? <laughs> oh, <don't know>. no. <laughs> All right. <laughs> you thought you thought about it for a second. I did. I had to think. Damn, I'm really loud. Okay. All right. So uh, again, like I've uh, alluded to for the last three and a half minutes, while Nick was fixing something air quotes uh this is our show we're back we've got lots to talk about um we'll do some notes some news some stuff going on because there's lots and lots of stuff uh and then we'll get to the the meat of the show and that is uh a more episodic take of your compound if it were we're trying to get back to some of these um kind of uh, episodes that we really enjoy And, and this one is going to be on horror slash thrillers Oh yeah. Yeah, so we'll we'll dive into that a little bit. Um but first, news and notes. News and notes. Do we have a drop for that? Um. 
Or is that, yep. is that breaking news? Oh, wait, that was breaking news. Breaking can you do news. Breaking, can you do Game breaking news? I just did it. That was it? Okay. Game of Thrones is back. Breaking news. That's the breaking news? Oh, Tom broke all. <laughs> how much did you like how much did you like the uh the game of thrones season premiere um well i liked it a lot and i i mean it, it really you know it, it was on a pedestal right because honestly in my opinion for my money i don't think it gets better than the winds of winter the season finale of season six i mean it was legit, very good legitimately in my opinion not just the best game of thrones episode probably like top five best episodes of television start to finish yeah it, i I'm, I'm with you there it was very very good i mean tell me how it didn't deliver every time i mean that that episode was humming from the beginning uh it was so good so had a lot of expectation coming in, obviously, and it's been a year and some time. Uh, yeah, given, it's been a long wait. Given that winter's here and they had to push production back to uh, account for that. But it's here, and uh, I was just excited. Excited to jump back into that world, and, and I think, and we talked a lot about this last year, you can feel the freedom, and I think it resulted in a much better season when you they didn't have to be tied down by the books and explaining stuff and really going along with what was written they could kind of make make this story what they wanted it to and really develop it uh, over the course of last season and you see that into this season and it's just I just love others love being in that world so give me more yeah I um, agree so I, I loved it were you I mean well I mean it wasn't obviously it's gonna be a letdown from the season finale but it's still i mean it's like it's a little damn good episode um it, it delivered uh you know i, I kind of knew that it was probably gonna wait till the end of this episode to put danny on there um mm-hmm. they kind of you know tease her in the end but uh it, ga- it gave you a lot of stuff it, you know it, it hit you up with those characters that you missed you know you got a lot of storyline you saw some brianne you saw some jorah um you, i mean you saw a lot of these like l- little characters around here that that um you want to know what's going on with them, and um, so you know, didn't get the sand snakes. A little disappointed in that, but uh, you know, you know, I'm pro sand snake. They did get a mention. They did. Oh, they got a mention. Yeah. Um. Uh, obviously, we got Samwell. Uh, you can't can't have it without the 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 future maester and the shit pots. Oh, but, uh, the shit pots were so bad. <laughs> oh, but, that was but so no, horrifying. I, I really enjoyed it, and I'll probably end up watching it again. Um. But uh, it was really good. No dragons, but it's okay. We saw them for like a split second. We did. Yeah, when they we were did. coming to Dragonstone, they oh. like flew over. Oh, but that was yeah. It. oh yeah, 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 yeah. They didn't eat anything. Yeah, I was too busy looking at like the grand scale of it all. You were looking at Daenerys's ass. Nah, stop it. I was. Mm-hmm. Carpet um, does not. Carpet does not match the drapes. Wow. <laughs> wow. I mean, are you talking about Daenerys or uh, Varys? <laughs> he doesn't have any car he doesn't have a carpet he doesn't have any drapes <laughs> that's true <laughs> both true statements uh yeah Holy so game bro. of thrones is back i'm excited we'll talk more about that um but uh yeah it's just um cersei's man she's in a dark place she's in a very very dark place she's like super like she doesn't give a shit about her kids anymore they're dead i'm alive 
Jamie kills her, right? Like, Jamie ha- is the one who kills her. It's got to be, right? That's my prediction. Has to be. I mean, he's the reason, or she, like, she blew up the sept, and, and that was what he was trying to prevent, right? By, um, by, by being the Kingslayer. You know, he became the Kingslayer to prevent Aegon from, uh, from doing that. And he gets, goes, drive, rides into the city, and the fucking shit happened. So, that's exactly what you, right. What are you going to do, man? Fucking set blows up. And it blew up in spectacular fashion as well. Yeah. R.I.P. Marjorie. Oh. Yeah. Sorry about that. But she, she was smirked doing, her way to heaven. I bet she was doing the smirk one last time <laughs> just for you. I hate Snarf. that smirk. smirk. I hate that smirk. <laughs> um, well, always, was we'll always amazingly badass. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Like, holy shit in the beginning. I mean, she was just owned it i'll be honest i thought that they were doing a scene that was like earlier in the timeline sure sure i sure, thought sure, they sure, were doing sure, like sure. a flashback yeah well you you did think that like i was like uh i thought that for a minute too and then i was like no 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 man she's probably doing the faceless stuff mm-hmm. um but especially when you know she was handing out the wine and then she told the woman not to drink it uh but um Damn, like Arya is just such a badass. She is a super badass. When she sat down with uh, Ed Sheeran. Yeah, the, I was going to say, that's the, the only thing I, that's the only con I will have on the episode. Oh, you didn't like him being in uh, it? I just thought it was, it was a little bit of a reach. It wasn't necessary at yeah, all. I was like, do we need him when he showed when up? She all- sat down at that fire and I was like, oh, she is going to kill everybody there. And my wife is like... Don't kill Ed Sheeran. He's a national treasure. The millennials went fucking apeshit. I bet they lost their minds. They were like, oh my god, it's Ed Sheeran. Ah, he's on Game of Thrones. It's our world's connecting. That's how my wife reacted. She was like, oh my god, it's Ed Sheeran. (laughs) She's a millennial. She's a millennial at heart. She's a millennial at heart. (laughs) Don't tell her I said that. I won't. Oh, better make sure she doesn't listen to this episode. Oh, right. I'm pretty sure she won't. Gotcha. Um, so yeah, except for Ed Sheeran, I love the episode. I, I didn't mind him. I didn't think he was necessary at all, though. Mm-hmm. So, who are those guys? They're just like guard, like army. I guards? guess they're just like random ass military dudes. Yeah, but I thought for sure something bad was going to happen, and Arya was going to end up killing those guys. Mm. But it didn't happen. So. Remains to be seen. She just ate rabbit. Yeah, you know, like a boss. <laughs> like a boss. So, uh, yeah, Game of Thrones is good. Uh, be a big fucking surprise there. Um, and uh, we are looking... Oh, we didn't talk about the uh, White Walker Giants. Holy shit balls! And they had like three or four of them. Yeah, that was insane. They're like, I was, like when they, almost extinct. Yeah, when they came out of the fog, I was like, oh shit, they got a giant. And Aaron is like, no, they've got several giants. <laughs> Oh shit! So the wall has to come down, right? Oh, it has to, of course. Yeah, the wall is coming down because, like, uh, Jim Broadbent said it wouldn't, so it's got to. Right. It's coming. It's got to come down. That's the only way they can get through. Mm. Yeah, I mean, I guess they could technically go around, and I guess um, what's his face, Uh, the redheaded dude, he's going to try to stop that, but. But it's got to come down somehow. It's Tormund? Come. Wasn't Tor- there like... Tor- Tormund? Yeah, Tormund. 
I love really... his. Uh, can we talk about the throwaway scene again? <laughs> With him in. <laughs> oh my god, it's Brienne. Oh, I love it. When he came, walked, started walking over uh, towards her, I, I like hit my wife on the arm. I was like, "Here it comes, here it comes." I love it. It's the best. It's just such a throwaway, but it's so amazing. <laughs> like they just get it, you know. The guys just I, get it. Like I love him and and her. Like the way they interact so it's, much. It's so she is like, super not interested. Give the people what they want, and that's what the people want. Like they, exactly what we want i mean he just he loves it like it's the you know the the kid that's always getting turned down he just keeps coming back for more you know because yeah he's gonna show up like at a castle with a boom box over his head (laughs) (laughs) in your raven's eyes (laughs) plays with peter gabriel yeah (laughs) the three-eyed raven eyes speaking of yeah she pulled him all the way from wherever the hell they were, all the way to the wall. Uh, Bran, Bran, right? Bran, Bran, yeah, Brandon Stark. She pulls it, pulled his ass all the way down to the wall. Yeah, what's the, what's crazy. the girl's name? Roll. What's her name again? She's you the daughter. She's the daughter of the fucking dude. Yeah, she's the daughter of the, of the dude from the place. The, the soldier, the the guy with Ned. The, the guy, guy with was, Ned. Wasn't with, he a ta- wasn't he a Tower of Joy? He was. Her dad was there. Yes. Yeah, her dad was there. My IMDb recently viewed has lots of pictures of Jodie Whittaker and Rose Leslie. Oh, Rose Leslie. She was super in uh, the I last cannot... witch, the last witch hunter. I'm gonna have to see that since she's in it. Uh, yeah, I mean, I would pay for it. Uh, I can't remember her name, and I can't find it on here. I thought it started with an R. Not her real her name. Her last name starts with an R. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Last thing I would really like to Mira uh, Reed, that's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Howland Reed. Howland Reed is her father. It's her dad, yeah. Um the last thing I I really want to talk about is poor Jorah at the oh, Citadel. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's a he great thing to like end shit. on. I mean talk about an awesome like I totally jumped back when he came out, when his arm came out. Yeah, that arm oh, and it looks so bad. Uh, so how did he get so I can't this is the hard thing about. I should probably should have rewatched that ep- last episode, but I don't even think it was probably contained there. Everything that you missed. I don't remember if it was the last one or the one before that, but he um, he got touched by one of the dudes. I remember that, and when, they gave him that that infection on his arm. Right, I got that. But how did he end up in the Citadel? Oh, I don't know. Oh, okay, you're not helpful. I have at no all. idea. Oh, good. Okay. I can't help you there. Um, yeah, I remember him. He got the scale thing because then he was hiding it. Right, all that exactly. shite. And then they went, when, he got um, it in Valeria. And he went to they went to Valeria, right? And he, right, got, it, exactly. he got it there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah and yeah. when cool, cool, Tyrion cool, cool, saw cool, cool, it, cool. he was like, "Oh, I guess I better leave." Yeah, he's like, "I gotta get the fuck out of here." <laughs> um, yeah, little people and dragon scale or whatever that's called doesn't mix. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> so. Okay, so that's Game of Thrones. Uh, let's move on to other pressing topics. Did you see any movies lately? Oh, I saw Spider-Man. What? I saw, I saw Spider-Man Homecoming, and it was good. Spoiler alert, bro. I heard that it was going to be good. You would like it. You liked Ant-Man, didn't, you liked Ant-Man didn't you? I, I, I did like Ant-Man. I liked it so much I bought it, apparently. Well, there you go. So you would like Spider-Man. It, um, I mean, not, you know, you just think about the just the normal... Whoa. Whoa, what? 
Spider-Man Homecoming is rated 92% yeah. fresh. Yeah, it's only the only movies that are higher than that are like Baby Driver and War for the Planet of the Apes is Yeah, higher. War for the Planet of the Apes and there's like only like one or two other movies. Oh, are, the new um uh Kamel Nanjiani movie. Oh, Big it's Sick. Big Sick. Big yeah. Sick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's supposed um, to be amazingly good. So, you know, notwithstanding the obvious Batman Spider-Man comparisons, given that they're you know, technically, like just normal people. You know, obviously, mm-hmm. uh, Spider Man got bit by a spider, but I, I think like this iteration of Spider Man is like more my kind of Spider Man, where he doesn't. It's not the stupid like uh, the their little um, tweezer things come out of his arms to like or out of his fingers so he can like climb on buildings or shit. You know, he's he got bit by a spider, so he has superhuman strength and can like. He has all these senses and stuff like that, but he doesn't have all this like crazy spider powers. Yeah, don't you know, try he, to like over-explain it. He still has to use well, and that's the beauty of this movie is they don't. They literally they chalked up the origin story to two minutes of throwaway dialogue about him getting bit by a spider. That was the only thing you have in the movie about an origin story. Like Good. You, you jump into this as him as Spider-Man. Um, but it was fun because it felt like it felt like an 80s teen comedy like 16 candles like it really it was just fun like it it was from his perspective um and how he was like i mean think about being a 15 year old kid who's all of a sudden you know part of the avengers in civil war and like what that would do and he was taking like videos so you see uh parts of civil war from the movie civil war like him on the video on his video on his phone like taking videos of it and it's so cool like like, oh "Oh, look at that there's there's black panther look there's ant-man um but uh, it's just it was fun. Um, it just had a really different vibe than than any other Marvel movie. So I just had a good time. I didn't really feel like I was in uh, in a comic book movie. It was very. I think the best way to describe it is it felt very small. Huh. Yeah, it felt okay. v- very contained within the borough of Queens, um, and I like that. So uh, and and obviously Keaton was fucking amazing. He was just looked like he was having a blast. Good so for he, him. He plays the villain. So. So, I was not aware that a friend of the show, Marissa Tomei, was in this. Yes, she is Aunt May. She was also in... Did you not see Civil War? I did, but I didn't remember her. Oh, yeah, she was Aunt May. She she was in Civil War when he came to, like, recruit Tom Holland. Um, Oh, when Tony Stark came to his apartment or whatever yeah 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 yeah. and he's like has uncomfortable you know like flirting with her or whatever um but yeah so she plays aunt may and she, she's got some good role uh, a good role in this movie as a kind of supporting yeah. actress well i'm um, gonna have to go back and rewatch my cousin Vinny again then of course you will she's she's great in my cousin Vinny. she's amazing in that movie I love that, her so just much just that. that one monologue alone man that's she won she she's won, talking about the uh the uh the, the carburetor, the, the, the brake, yeah, or the tires or something. Yeah, I don't remember. Um, so she won best actress for that, right? Or was that best supporting? Was it best oh, actress? I think it was I, best. Was it best I think supporting? It was best actress? supporting. You know, I'm gonna have to look that up. Yeah, she won an Oscar for that role. And that was like that was seen as really crazy because that was a comedy, you know. And, um, you just didn't get Fred Gwynn was in that movie. Who's Fred Gwynn? He was the judge. Oh, um, uh, Adam's family. No, no, oh. the monsters. Oh, monsters. Sorry. Yeah, it's close enough. Close for enough go- for government. <laughs> she won best actress in a supporting role for. Yes, that. yeah, that's right. Good for her. 
How, man, that movie. was a long time ago. How old was she when she did that movie? It came out in 92. Okay. And she was born in 64. So do math. <laughs> uh, 20, 28? <laughs> okay. Wow. A great movie. Yeah, that's an excellent movie. Um, okay, so go watch Spider-Man Homecoming. I liked it a lot. Yep. Watch uh, Spider-Man Homecoming and My Cousin Vinny. Yes. Yeah, in that order. Uh, next on the plate. We got some Star Wars news, my oh, friend. Right. Yeah, lots of Star Wars stuff coming throwing through my feed. Yep. So the uh, the D23 Expo was this weekend. Okay. That's like Which, Disney's Comic-Con? Yeah, I know you're big. Yeah, that's exactly what it is, as a matter of fact. That is exactly <laughs> what it is. It's, Disney doesn't want to do all the shit, their shit at Comic-Con because they can't control everything, so they have their own Comic-Con. It's like a the D23 is like a like a group of like super Disney fans and you can pay to be like in this like upper category of D23 and go to the conventions and stuff so it's like Disney super fans. Would you ever go? No, cuz I'm not going to pay money. <laughs> so besides like everything that they announce like you can find out within like 5 minutes on the internet. So True, 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 true. true. Um, and then you so don't have to got, be around people. Right, I don't like people. So, you know. Um, we got a preview of the new Star Wars land that's going to be at Hollywood Studios and at Disneyland, and it looks amazeballs. Amazeballs. So it's just, this is in California? In both. Okay, so it's at, Holly, it's at Hollywood Studios in Florida? Yes, at okay. Disney World. And then they're also building one in Disneyland. They're basically the same. So it's basically just going to be like a section of Hollywood Studios, like over yeah. near where near where the Star Wars ride is, where Star so, Tours is. Well, that's kind of unclear because if you go past the Star Wars ride, like the little square where Muppet Vision 3D and all is, that's on the other. Be, that's on the other side from where the Jedi training is. Yeah, and then past that, where Streets of America and the stunt show and the back lot tour and all that is, they've torn yeah. all that out and they're building Star Wars land back there. Cause that's isn't that near where like the Toy Story ride is? Toy Story ride is on the other side. Oh, okay. On the other, on like, if you're looking towards like the Great Movie Ride, Star Wars Land is like back left, right. back into the left. Wow. See, back this is why I'm saying that I need. I really want to go to Disney with you because you like know everything. Yeah, I, I'm kind of obsessed. And then Toy Story Land is back into the right. Because so, I feel I feel like I would have the best vacation because you would just have everything like set up, like you would have all, it all planned, and I would just have to show up. And I, yeah. I'm all I'm all about that. Those are the best vacations. Those are the best vacations. I just be like, all right, what are we doing today? Because like, oh, you're like, oh, well, we're fast passing this, this, and this, and then we're gonna go over here and go over here. I'm like, cool, 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 cool. Oh yeah, if you stay on property, you can get your fast passes like three months ahead of time. Boom. Boom. Um, so Star Wars Land, we got a preview. Basically what it is, I'll put a link in the show notes. It's a video of the model that they showed at D23. And it's a, it's a scale model of the whole land with like a droid shop and a cantina that you can go in. And you can buy blue milk and drink it. What? And yeah, the blue milk. from. That's so gross. From, yeah, I know, right? That's so gross. And there's going to be a uh, there's gonna be a Millennium Falcon ride where you get to fly the Millennium Falcon. Now, is this place called – what's the Galaxy Edge? Like, I was confused. Called, like, what's yeah, the difference between Star Wars Land and Galaxy Edge? Galaxy Edge is the name. So it's going to be called Star Wars Galaxy Edge is going to be the name of this land. 
edge. So apparently the story is that this is like some like outpost out in the on the edge of the galaxy. Oh, no, so, interesting. So I guess that's where they get the name. But uh, but it looks amazing. It looks if you've looked at any of the videos of Pandora, which I know you're a super huge fan of Pandora, the world of Avatar. I know you've watched all the videos of walkthroughs of Pandora, yes. but if you if you watch any of those, they're they're very like the detail is amazing. Like I don't really give a shit about Avatar, but the amount of work and detail they put in is pretty amazing. If you Why can imagine, are they sh- go ahead. Oh, I was gonna say if you can imagine taking that level of detail and like thought and applying it to a Star Wars land, that's what this is gonna be like. Why do they spend so much money on Avatar to do that? Like, I don't... Is that I honestly weird? have no idea. I have no... Somebody got a bug up their ass that they needed something else at at uh, Animal Kingdom, and that's what they landed on. And James Cameron was all in on it. I'm sure he's getting paid buku dollars for that. So, I, I honestly I have no idea why they feel like that fits in there, but whatever. I don't give a shit. I'm going to Star <laughs> Wars land. You do? What? You do want to Star Wars Land? I'm going to Star Wars Land. Oh, you're going to Star Wars Land? Yeah. Are you going to go stay at the Star Wars Resort? Probably not. I've heard that it's incredibly, going to be incredibly expensive. And I've also heard that they want you to wear appropriate attire. Meaning they want you to like dress like you're in Star Wars. Well, I heard they give you like roles. So, well, I, I don't mean, want a role. I'm on vacation. You, how do you determine like who gets like trash guy number three? And... Oh, that's you. <laughs> Thanks. You're going to be working down in the compactor with the little eye thing <laughs> on the bottom of the Death Star. Oh, it's so gross. They're just swimming around. <laughs> how does that thing get there that swims there? Like I know, right? Where did it come from? Did it just like spontaneously grow there? It's disgusting. Oh, so Star Wars Land, I will put a link in the show notes. There, it's it's going gonna, it's gonna to be amazing. There's going to be like, like it's a whole immersive thing. It's going to be really cool. When did they say uh, this is going to open? This is going to open. You would have asked me that, wouldn't you? Shit. Uh, Star. Basic facts. Star Star Wars. Talk talk to audience about Star Wars Land. Need to know when Star Wars Land opens. Well, you know, you know, I don't know these things. Uh, 2019 is when it's going to open. Okay. So, so we're, we're going to go then, right? That's when we yeah, should go. We're, we're definitely going to go. 2019, Star Wars that's, Land opens. That's our trip. That's our vacation. We talked about maybe doing a Disney trip. Can we please go in 2019? Tw- well, I don't know if I can go in 2019 or not, but whoa, we're definitely going to go. Whoa, 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 Dude, I got shit to do. What do you have to do in 2019? It's fucking two years away. <laughs> I got things. Like what? I got things. You have things already planned two years away. I don't know yet. <laughs> I'm not making any commitments. Is Aaron pregnant? On the podcast, huh? Aaron's pregnant. Aaron is pregnant. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah. heard it here first. That's it. It's gonna take 24 months, but yeah. Um. Yeah, that's opening in 2019. Toy Story Land's opening next summer in 2018. Okay. So that's gonna be. Of course, it's a lot smaller, but. And then uh, there's all kinds of other stuff. They're they're building a Guardians of the Galaxy uh, ride at Universe of Energy in Epcot. Okay. Which I'm, I think and that's isn't there also a ride at? Oh no, that's in California, right? 
Yeah, there's a right. I think this one's going to be different from that one because that one replaced their Tower of Terror. So this is going to be a different kind of thing. I think. Is the Tower of Terror still at Hollywood Studios? Yeah. So why don't they replace that? Because I think confused. it's too popular. It's and popular. And they want to put it in Epcot. It's popular in Florida, but it's not popular in California? Well, there's land considerations. Like, they have so much more space at, at in Florida that they can, like, just leave stuff and build new stuff. But they oh, okay. can't do that in California. California, never... those, those fucking hippies. <laughs> yeah, goddamn hippies. Um, and they're, and they're, there's going to be a new... Marijuana. Yeah, that's what it is. Drugs are bad, okay? Um, there's going to be a new, like, space-themed restaurant in Epcot. And all kinds of cool stuff is coming. Um, so I will put a link in the show notes for this preview video. And I will also put a link... Um, to uh, all the announcements so that people can look at them. Awesome. That That's is me awesome. Writing the note. It's me doing doing work and doing, doing things. Doing things like finding before. out yeah, like finding out when it opens, the yep. things you explain to your audience. Twenty nineteen is when it opens. <laughs> but okay. we also got speaking of Star Wars, we also got an awesome behind the scenes video of mm. Star Wars episode eight. We did. And of course, I will put a link in the looked awesome. Yeah, it looks like they're really setting you up, though, to be to be like, uh, this is not what you're gonna expect from a movie. Yes. Did you get that vibe? I got that. I vibe. did. I definitely got that vibe that you, this is not your run of the mill Star Wars. Yeah, it's like uh, this, this isn't gonna be Empire Strikes Back. Right. It felt like all of the cast were really like planting that egg really hard. Like like really like Gross. biting down. Like biting down and like pushing it out. Ew. <laughs> uh yeah, it it, it did it, you definitely got that feeling like um uh, Ryan Johnson is not screwing what around is, here. What does he do? What else did he do? He did uh Looper. Mm, okay. The Yeah, uh, I know what, I know Bruce what it Willis. is. I know what it is. What, anything okay. good? anything good you didn't like looper it was all right i mean it was okay i it was hard to i like the visual effects i guess it was just weird looking at someone that was bruce willis or they like tried to they changed his face you know they changed um jgl's face to look like a young bruce willis's face like post and it just was hard to focus i don't know he directed the film brick I don't know if you ever saw that. No. I never I never actually saw it, but I heard it was good. Uh and he directed one episode of the show Terriers. Oh well fuck. She's like just give him the Oscar. That was that was a good that was a really good show. <laughs> Donald was, fucking Logue. Donald Logue show. No, he directed three three actually really good episodes of Breaking Bad. You know the episode Ozymandias? Oh yeah, is, yeah, yeah. It was amazing. He is directed that, that. A Walt, is that Walt Whitman? What poem is that? No, Thoreau. Uh, Thoreau. Thoreau. No, no. Shelley. Percy Shelley. Oh, okay. It was That's who did Ozymandias. I knew it was yeah. somebody. Yeah, yeah. Somebody is <laughs> the, the the husband of it was the, the guy. It was, it was this guy and this guy. Yeah, he's the husband of the woman who wrote Frankenstein. Oh, he did Ozymandias. Yeah, he did Ozymandias. Mary Shelley, man, fucked up mind. <laughs> What's wrong with her? You heard it here first. You're confined. 
Apparently, he played an Imperial technician in Rogue One, and Hot he played. Take. He was in, he was Brian in two episodes of BoJack Horseman. Wow, but wow, Terriers and BoJack Horseman. Like this is your fucking guy. I know, right? You would think I would like the Looper better. I'm gonna get you a Ryan Johnson fan club shirt. You think I would have liked Looper better? <laughs> uh, but yeah, uh, it looks good. Sure, why not? Yeah, I'll go, I guess I guess I'll go see Star Wars. You think so? <laughs> Anyway, I did not. I didn't end up purchasing Rogue One, so I don't know how. You know, I kind of let. I let it pass. Purchase Rogue One. I know. I let it pass. I don't know why. Wow. Is that a bad? Is that a bad thing? No, you're 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 a grown ass man. You can do whatever you want. I liked it in the theater. I don't know. I just didn't feel the need. The story. uh, The story on like on repeated viewings makes less Mm -hmm. and less sense. Can I just purchase the last ten minutes? Go. But that's when everybody dies. Oh shit! Spoilers. Yeah, but at least, but this is what I want to do. I just want to purchase the last ten minutes and then watch it right before I start watching episodes four, five, and six. Like that's yeah, what I want to do. That would be pretty awesome, right? That, I mean, that is what that that is what that movie was meant for. So I just want to watch the last ten minutes and then I want to lead it right into episode four, and it'll be fucking amazing. Yep, that's what it'll be. So there you go. All right, there's our Star Wars talk. Thirty-two minutes, and we're done. Jesus Christ, has it been thirty-two minutes? Oh, okay, so let's get into the actual okay. topic. Okay, so we touched on this uh, at the top, but we are making a concerted effort to kind of get back to some of our roots, some of what mm-hmm. we did um, all those eons ago, the millennia ago, um, so long ago, at the beginning. Um, of Earcom Pod, the Big Bang, if you will, um, <laughs> the Genesis Project, <laughs> exactly when it all started, and uh, <laughs> we, we wanted to get back to to some of our more you know pod centric episodes where we just really focus in on one thing, and uh, we've got a couple of things in the queue, and we wanted to kick things off uh, with just shooting for center field here um, with horrors and thrillers, yes, a, a movie genre that um, I kind of have a love hate relationship with you. You, you tend to have more of a love-love relationship with. I hated um, them so much when I was a kid, and I love them so much now. There you go. There you go. So uh, we've got a few different categories here. We'll go through um, some more than others. Uh, you know, some we'll just kind of mention and then just kind of continue. Um, some we'll get into as the conversation progresses. We'll have categories um, such as underrated, uh, B-sides, uh, classics, and and we've got um, a special a special category for Denzel and uh, a category for some movies that we that we feel change the game. So not just our favorite movies, but you know we tried to put these in in certain categories or where we felt they were most appropriate. And and uh, if you haven't seen some of these movies, maybe a good opportunity to to learn a little bit about it and uh, maybe check it out. Yeah, do it. So let's start in the underrated category. Yes. So, so I have a few a number of movies I threw on here, um, and I know the first one here is one that I've kind of I kind of got you in on over the last few months because I know this is something that. I don't remember. I think it was we talked about it when uh, Bill Paxton died. R.I.P. Bill Paxton. That's right. That's right. Yes. That you needed to see, uh, and I think I wa- I re- recently watched it again because it was on HBO and they just took it off. I think again, but uh, Frailty with Matthew McConaughey and another R.I.P. Powers Booth. Yeah. Um, great Frailty. Great movie. I really enjoyed it when I watched it. Directed by Bill Paxton. 
That's right. Um, but just a really cool. It came out in two thousand one. Very cool theme. Very cool twist. Uh, inter- I mean, at the end, you're just like, whoa! Uh, I did not see that coming. The, um, the, the twist in this movie, I definitely did not see coming. Mm-hmm. Very cool. A doubt. So, so um, the the IMDb. Uh, little synopsis says a man confesses to an fbi agent his family story of how his religious fanatic father's visions led to a series of murders to destroy supposed demons so his dad thinks that he has been um uh, called upon as an angel um, in god's army or whatever to defeat these demons who are actually regular people Um, much like art or disguised as regular people yes much like art yes art is is part of this army um and he has his aim shovel ready to go uh so there you go sponsorship there was ten thousand dollars right there um so <laughs> uh so he thinks he's you know doing god's work and he gets a list from god of these people and then he uses he helps his kids do all this stuff and so it's a really interesting story and you see you know obviously you got kind of this dichotomy of one one of the brothers um is like all in on it and the other one it had, is really skeptical of it and you see how that develops over time but um highly recommend frailty yeah definitely watch more, it. more of really a thriller good. than a horror i think the horror is just more in the graphic nature of it mm-hmm. um but more of a thriller uh suspense thriller very cool ending highly recommend it yeah. Your thought? You liked it too. You've seen it recently, so I mean. Yeah, I saw it fairly recently. I think I saw it about I don't know five or six months ago, and I really enjoyed it. I thought it was mm-hmm. a really good movie. Yeah, so, uh, it still holds up. That's what I like about it. It's like it's it a self self contained, you know, a story. Um, does very well. So maybe want to dig a bunker under my shed. There you go. You never know. So. Um, uh, a couple other movies here I put on the underrated list. Uh, have you seen the movie Identity? It came out in 2003 starring John Cusack. I have seen Identity. I saw it a, not too long after it came out, and I remember liking it until the very end. Didn't like the end. I can't remember didn't the, like end. the end. The okay. end is. I, I didn't. I didn't. I didn't like the end. Okay. But I remember it being pretty tense and. Yeah. Yeah, I, I thought it was motel in a rainstorm kind of thing. Yeah, they all like they're all being killed off one by one. Interesting. Um, so I liked Identity. John Cusack, Ray Liotta, Amanda Peet. Yeah, like some it. good names: John Hawks, Alfred Molina. Directed by James Mangold, who just recently directed Logan. Is that right? Yeah. There you go. Um, so he also directed Walk the Line. Oh, I love that movie. Yeah, it's a good movie. Cash by Johnny Cash is a great autobiography. Um, so, Identity uh, is another Wait, of my underrated. Hold on, time out. Yep, 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 he, yep, 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 yep. He directed the remake of 310 to Yuma. Oh, so, gosh. With Russell Crowe? So, and, I, I can no longer and, respect him. And Christian Bale? It's a terrible movie. That's <laughs> uh, funny. The, the original so much better. Okay. Um, old, old, grumpy old man alert. Yep. Uh, Disturbia, next on my list. Back I when I think sh- I've seen this. This is a remake of a Rear movie window? that I know. Yeah, I know you've seen. You've seen yeah. Rear Window. That's but, one of my favorite movies of all time. Yeah, and this is a this is actually a really good movie. Um, when Shia LaBeouf was actually decent before he went crazy. Um, oh, so this was a long time ago. Yeah. So David Morse, though, I love David Morse. I he love plays, David Morse. He's such a good actor. He plays the bad guy in here. Carrie Moss is in this. Um, hey, Trinity. 
Yeah, so it's a it's a f- interesting movie. 2007, um, you know, he plays a, a kid that he gets um, he's under house arrest or something, and he then he like starts spying on his neighbor who he thinks is a serial killer. Uh, I mean, who and, who among us hasn't done that? Yeah, so hijinks ensue. Viola so, Davis um, is in it. Wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so uh, I recommend Rear Window. I think it's underrated. I especially think it's underrated now because of all the sh- the shenanigans um, that Shia LaBeouf has undergone. So I think some of his movies take <laughs> do a hit. It. Do it. But, um, Just but do I, it. I, I enjoyed Rear Window. So I will have I mean, to try that. I mean, Disturbia, the new Rear Window. Uh, next up on my list was Butterfly Effect. I have not seen this, mostly because of uh, Ashton Ashton. Kutcher. It's not. It's pretty good though. Amy Smart's in this. Hey, you like Amy? You like Amy Smart? Froggy's in this. Yeah, Froggy's in this. So Uh, it's not bad. Eric Stoltz is in it. Yes, it holds up. It's not bad movie. It's kind of cool. Like it appeals to me because of the time the the time travel element of it. It's just pretty cool. So he's this kid who has this gift or whatever, and he starts. He can like you know go back and change some events but when he does it obviously it has a butterfly effect so it, it's changing other things that happen um it's pretty cool uh and i love the ending so um I, I recommend it i know i didn't it wasn't the one i made you see before uh before we recorded but i do recommend you watching it. i think i know it's got to get over the ashton kutcher but i think um, that's a tall order but i'll, I'll do what i can yeah um I might even have it somewhere. I have to see. I thought I owned it. But anyway, Butterfly Effect starring Ashton Kutcher. Um, so it says, Evan Trayborn suffers blackouts during significant events of his life. As he grows up, he finds a way to remember those lost memories and a supernatural way to alter his life by reading his journal. So it's very mm. it's very cool. It's it's a original film. And I like that. Well, didn't um, they make like 14 sequels, though? Uh, did they? I don't think so. Not starting they him. made a couple. Uh, they probably was like made for TV stuff that wasn't starring him. Uh, um, okay, so last one I have in my underrated category is The Game. That and is I, one of the best movies of all time. And I mostly put it on there just because it's been out for so long. I think that's why it's kind of underrated. I mean, we're talking, what, 20 years now? Uh, 97, yeah. Yeah, so I think it's just people kind of forget about it. But directed by David Fincher. I love some David Fincher. You know this. Yeah, Michael Douglas, Sean Penn. I mean, just such a different movie that was coming out then. You know, I mean. It was very, uh, very different from, yeah. I I don't even remember what he had done, what Fincher had done before this. Let me see here. But, yeah, I mean, it was, oh, he had done a bunch of music videos and stuff. (laughs) Yeah. That's all he had. Oh, Seven actually came out before it. Oh, there you go. Love but Seven. Other than that's that, on, it was that's on, on the videos. list tonight, too. The Game is one of my favorite movies ever. It's great. Oh, he did the Wallflower Sixth Avenue Heartache video a year before <laughs> the game. Look at that, right? I mean, it's like a Wallflower sandwich. Look at this. 1995, Seven. 1996, Wallflower Sixth Avenue Heartache video. 1997, The Game. I mean, if there's not three best years... Of, li- of doing, I mean, just getting work done, just like getting in it. Can I like, ask you a serious question? Ninety-five to ninety-seven. What did the Wallflowers have any songs other than that? Uh, yeah, they did that uh, Godzilla song. I think that was like Heroes. They did the Heroes remake. Okay. 
We can be heroes. So they covered a da- they could covered a David Bowie song, and yes. they did Sixth Avenue Heart. Okay, I got gotcha. you. Yes. All right. Um, but David Fincher directed it, so there you go. Yeah, he did do a lot of videos, man. Michael Jackson, Madonna. He oh, right after man, I think Alien Three was his like springboard. Yeah, but wasn't he, that terrible? Yeah. <laughs> Madonna, <laughs> Michael Jackson, Rolling Stones, The Best of Sting, Aerosmith, and then Wait, Seven. He went what, back to his roots. What he Rolling a, Stones video did he do? Love is strong, bro. Oh, it's a terrible song. No, stop. It's it's not a good song. Love is strong. Love might be strong, but that video is pretty bad. Wow, he did. Cradle well, I don't know about the video, but the song's pretty. He bad. did Cradle of Love. Wow. Wow, he did. Janie's got a gun. He did Cold Hearted from Paul Abdul. Wow. Don he Henley, the did. end, the end of the innocence. He also did several Rick Springfield videos. So. Oh my God! He did Straight Up. Oh my God! He did like all the Paul Abdul songs. Oh man, he did Steve Winwood songs. I love <laughs> Steve. I, I love Steve Winwood. Did he do uh, the one with MC Scat Cat? Uh, oh, with Paul uh, Abdul? Yeah, I don't see that one on yeah. there. Isn't that straight up? Is it? No, it's Opposites Attract. Oh, Opposites Attract. Uh, no, he didn't get that contract. I mean, I don't know that video intimately. <laughs> <laughs> no, he lost the bid on that one. <laughs> oh, Opposites Attract. <laughs> take two steps forward, I take two steps back, baby. What a story career for David Fincher. <laughs> terrible. Okay, so the game is a great movie. Yes, watch the game. If you haven't seen it, you're dumb. It is It is really, really good. It's really good. Um, okay, so you got a few here for your underrated. Go. I do. I have some underrated movies. Okay, so the first one, I don't actually recommend you watch it unless you're into, like, crazy-ass weirdo movies like I am. This one's a David Cronenberg movie, which should tell you something because his movies are really freaking crazy. This is called Dead Ringers. It's from 1988. The description says twin twin gynecologists, right? So twins then both become gynecologists. That's sure, perfectly sure, sure, sure. normal. Twin gynecologists take full advantage of the fact that nobody can tell them apart until their relationship begins to deteriorate over a woman. And that sounds kind of normal, except these two like go effing crazy and they start like inventing their own gynecological instruments and shit gets super weird and super crazy. And if you like weirdo, gross movies, it's a good one. Awesome. Sign me the fuck up. Yeah, I know you're a big fan. It is, uh, it's, it's rated, I'm pretty sure it's rated R. It is. Okay, let me, uh, hold on one second. I'm going to read you the content advisory for violence and I, gore. Oh, man, I really don't need all that. <laughs> it's, I will you say have, this. We have like 20 movies to get through tonight. I'll say this. It's, it's kind of gross. Okay. I like but Jeremy Irons, though. It's a good movie, and it's Jeremy Irons playing twins, and it's awesome. Yeah. Uh, my second movie is Copycat. Okay. Uh, and a, it's just from 1995. An agoraphobic psychologist and a female detective must work together to take down a serial killer who copies serial killers from the past. Sigourney Weaver and Holly Hunter. There you go. That's awesome. And the bad guy is Harry Connick Jr. What? Yes. <laughs> wow. The, talk about talk about against type. <laughs> I know, right? It's it's pretty cool. It's a good movie. It's I mean, it's not a great movie, but it's a good movie. It's a good bad movie. Uh, it's a good here. bad movie. Then I've got another David Fincher film that I think is a little bit underrated. 
and that is Panic Room from 2002. Okay, with uh, friend of the show, Kristen Stewart. Friend of the show, Kristen <laughs> <laughs> I seriously thought you were going to say Jodie Foster, but uh, yeah, Kristen Stewart is in this. Hey, Jer- you- friend of the show, Jared Leto. Friend of the show, Jared Leto. Friend of the show, actual friend of the show, Dwight Yoakam. <laughs> Dwight Yoakam's in this? Yes, Dwight Yoakam, Forrest Whitaker. Oh, I love Forrest Whitaker. Yeah, this is a really um, good show. What's, he's, uh, oh, I can't forget, I always forget his character on um, on Star Wars. What's his character? It starts with an S. Oh, Saw. Yeah, Saw. Saw Guerrera. Saw Guerrera. Yeah, the most good forgettable job. Forrest Whitaker character. Yes, um, totally. <laughs> uh, it's a good movie. Jodie Foster and her daughter, Kristen Stewart, their home gets invaded and they lock themselves in their panic room. And it's really good. I mean, it's not great it, as far as David Fincher films because his some of his other films are better, like The Game and stuff. But it's a good it's a good thriller. It's I enjoyed it. So there you go. Cool, 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 cool. Then one that you just watched, Green Room from 2015. <laughs> yes, I paid for Green Room. Green on your Room recommendation is. Uh, Go ahead. You give you give your give the synopsis there, and then I'll give my take. Okay. A punk rock band is forced to fight for survival after witnessing a murder at a neo-Nazi skinhead bar. I and mean, there's just there's just so much right there. There's a lot in that <laughs> sentence. But also, you have to know that Alia Shawkat's in this. Um, uh, Imogen Poots is in it. R.I.P. What's his face? Is my, in it? my boy Anton Yelton. It's one was one uh, of his last movies, uh, and he was really good in it. Before before he let the Jeep Cherokee crush before, him. Before before the Jeep Cherokee crushed him, uh, it's a it's actually a really good movie. You you gotta be you gotta be comfortable with blood it's, and grossness. It it escalates very quickly. It does escalate very quickly, and it gets brutal quickly. Yeah, and it's interesting. Like some crazy shit happens to our our RIP guy. Um, What's his name again? Anton, Anton Shelton. And I'm like, oh, that sucks. Like one of the, you know, one of the more high profile guys like gets shit fucked up or this soon. But like it ends up being to his favor, I guess, because then everyone else dies. But um, lots of people die. And lots of people die. But uh, yeah, like it's just it's pretty intense. And, um, uh, you know, friend of the show, Patrick Stewart. Yeah, in, Sir Patrick Stewart's in it. He plays he a just, Nazi. He just like. You could just tell that for that. I mean, it, he shot this. When did this movie come out? It came out in 2015. Well, it was shot in 2015. And it was premiere was in 2016. I mean, I felt like he, whatever movie he was, if he was doing an X Men movie or something or whatever, or he was like doing the theater, he just like rolls on the set and then just do, like just fucking does work. Like he doesn't have to prepare for this. Yeah, he turns like, on the Patrick Stewart. Yeah, I feel like he's like, ready, go. All right, get the fuck out of my club. <laughs> like, and it's just like, oh, my God, that's that's fucking Captain Xavier. Picard is an asshole. <laughs> you went Picard. I went Xavier. Still uh, still works. Still works. I really um, enjoyed this movie. It's, gener- it's generational, you know. This is our age gap. Uh, but there it is. So uh, just to give you a quick idea of what the parents guide on IMDb says, it's under sex and nudity it says none and then under <laughs> violence and gore it has like a whole page so I, lots of violence and lots of gore right it was just the one thing it, it got really intense and then it tried to like 
get cute with the story at the end where mm-hmm. it's trying to explain why the guy killed who he killed and what the other why the guy was not manning the door and like what they were doing like i just felt like all that was happening so fast because they didn't really give enough ex- time for exposition but which i mean you know the movie really wasn't set up to do that but I just yeah, felt like a all of a sudden, movie. I just felt like all of a sudden at the end they're trying to like do this big reveal of why stuff was happening, and then you you don't even have the guy who did the killing is like gone, like he leaves in the like second scene, and all this other stuff is happening, and then the dogs, man, I'm like, what? Oh, the oh the dogs. So, but um, anyway, but no, it, it very unique flick. I would very I will say. yeah, and if you're comfortable with with violence a lot of violence and a lot of gore it's a good film yeah because i was like watching it and i was about 30 45 minutes in and i was like okay so this is just like a thriller and i was like oh god it's a horror oh god <laughs> well, it's definitely a horror movie <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's good i like it uh, okay, good, okay. Good, 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 good. next category my friend all right do you want to go first sure okay you go so Hold on. Okay. I uh my first one in what is this B sides? B sides. So obviously what we mean by B sides is just stuff that's kind of, you know, maybe didn't know about, you know, maybe it wasn't as widely publicized, um as advertised, it kind of fl- flew under the radar a little bit, not necessarily underrated, but something that's definitely on that B side uh, of the of your mixtape. Yes. Um, so someone that only is really into that this kind of stuff is really going to be about. So um, you go ahead. You got three picks on here. I do. Uh, number one is I believe it's Netflix exclusive. This uh, can song. we do the, can we do this one last? Can we or <laughs> do this one third? Because I have some thoughts. We can. Okay. Do your other two. Okay. All right. I'll skip that one for now. Okay. Okay. We'll uh, come back to it in a second. My first one is a tw- 2009 film called The Killing Room. Okay. Four individuals sign up for a psychological research study only to discover they are now subjects of a brutal classified government program. It's really cool. It's like the, it's, uh, yeah, these people are locked in a room and there's like these experiments going on and it's really creepy and crazy. And um, a really good cast of people that you might not necessarily have known in 2009, but you probably do now. Uh, Nick Cannon was in it. Yeah, Nick Cannon, Timothy Hutton, Chloe Seven Sevigny, I don't know how to pronounce her name, from Bloodline and a thousand other things. Peter Stormare. Wait, 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 go back. Oh, uh, the one that she plays the sister? Yeah, she, she was plays, the sister. Yes, uh, I got gotcha. you. The nurse, the nurse, the nurse. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Peter Stormare, who was uh, in Fargo and a bunch of other things. Uh, but it's really good. And, and she plays, Chloe plays, um, I'm just going to call her Chloe. Because uh, we know each other. She what's, plays, her, what's her name on? Um, what's her on, name on Bloodline? On Bloodline, I can tell what's you. What's the guy? No, I just you should know it. I should. Uh, Chelsea O'Bannon. Yes, She's O'Bannon. Eric O'Bannon. Yeah. O'Bannon. O'Bannon. She's like this like new recruit to this government agency, and so she's like watching all this happen, and it's it's really. I don't want to give anyone, anything away, but it's the like a typical thriller, and it is it's very good. It's cool. really good. It's very intense. Okay. And uh, I really enjoyed it. So there you the go. Killing the killing game. The, the killing, killing room. room. Excuse me. Excuse me. The killing, the killing room. room. There is a room in which right. killing happens. 
with Chloe. It's yes. kind of like um, there's some killing, elements killing with Chloe. Killing with Chloe. There's like some elements of Saw, but it's not like silly like Saw. So it's very intense. So. Okay. Uh, my second one is probably one of my top two horror movies of all time. Of all time. Of all time. One more time. Of all time. The Witch. Of all time. The Witch uh, came out a couple years ago, and the subtitle is A New England Folktale. Okay. And the description is very on point. A family in 1630s New England is torn apart by the forces of witchcraft, black magic, and possession. It's ah, dude. It's, way, to take us, way to take us down. It's super creepy. Uh, it's really good. Happy I really ending, like though? It. Huh? Happy ending, though? Uh, I'm not going to tell you that. Oh, okay. uh, I will tell you that Kate Dickey, who played... Um, she was John Aaron's widow in Game of mm. Thrones. Uh, uh, Catelyn Stark's sister. Okay. Oh, yeah, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. She, she's in it. She's very good. And then there's a bunch of people that I had never heard of before this, but it's okay. really, really good. And well, I really on, like it. on on a on the witch movie scale, mm-hmm. uh, scale on the witch movie scale of one to ten, with ten being hocus pocus. <laughs> where does this movie rank? You're gonna have to define the scale a little better. So this is just quality <laughs> of witch movie. Yeah, I mean, just oh, start to finish, like just—it's definitely a hocus pocus number ten. Yeah, it's, oh, that good. it's right up. It's right up there with hocus pocus it's and right the Sanderson sisters. Pocus. It's as good as hocus pocus, if Man, not better. Wow, really? I mean, the Sanderson sisters, bro. I mean, I I like Bette Midler as much as the next person, but this is a really good movie. Wow, that's it's really I mean, really that's... good, and you can watch it on Amazon Prime right now. And Sarah Jessica Parker, your fave. I do love horse. I mean, Sarah Jessica Parker. You do. You're the super fan. Yep, big fan. You have all the episodes of Sex in the City. I've never seen an episode of Sex in the City. Is it good? No, I don't think so. Okay. Not like your her demo. husband. Not your demo. Okay. Who's so her husband? Who's her husband? Matthew Broderick. Oh, that's right. Yeah, that's right. He's all right. She's married to to Ferris Bueller. Wow. Um, oh, so, there was a Fer- Ferris Bueller shout out in Spider-Man: Homecoming. So there you go. What's there? He does like a. He has a scene where he's trying. This is what I love about that movie is that like he has a scene where, I mean, it's realistic. Like he can't. He's trying to like go. He sees in the distance like some shit that's going down that he wants to get to, but he can't figure out how to get there. So he's like running. So he's like Spider-Man in this is like Spider-Man suit, like just running to go to this to get to this like place that's having this crazy thing that's happening and so he's like running through people's yards and stuff like that like the the ferris bueller scene it's pretty funny i like it yeah i like it i like it a lot back to horror uh my last b-side is i am the pretty thing that lives in the house (laughs) yeah is like the perfect movie for me oh my god because it's slow and it's creepy okay and okay. it's definitely not the perfect movie for Brandon. <laughs> okay, so Star... No, I mean, it was not bad. I, here's my thing. So it stars Ruth Wilson. I love um, Ruth Wilson so much. She plays... She, so I just have a couple of issues with this movie. Okay. Um, one of them being, it is the, it's the slowest burn of the slow motherfucking burns. Like, it is it's just... It's an hour and a half movie, and it feels like about three. <laughs> it just never... 
and like three minutes pass in the movie like i mean it's just crazy so um one she's a hospice nurse okay right uh-huh. that's what she's billed at she's right. been in the house for a motherfucking year like that's not a hospice bro that's like long-term care so let's let's just put that on front street and get that right okay so she's not gonna be in hospice with his lady for a year noted um so that's i have a problem with that so let's you know if we're gonna make a movie um make it right uh, okay why does the dude kill her why does the the the, the dude kill the original ghost like she's pretty fucking hot she, he he builds this house for her they get married and then he blindfolds her Makes her walk I think through he's the brick. Just a super well, asshole, right? May, well, uh, he has to be because he's like, "Look, look, look, bitch! I built this motherfucking house for you. I'm gonna blindfold you in a house that you don't know anything about and make you walk from room to room. And when you get to the place that doesn't have the boards in, I'm going to hit you with a hammer and make you dead." Spoiler alert! Right. So then he just boards her up. And then just like pieces out, like what happens to him? I don't know. I don't know. Okay, so I have a problem with that because okay. like you don't really have an understanding of like where she's at, like on why she was killed. You know, was he? I mean, at least tell me, like, was she cheating on him? Did he find out about it? Like, is he gay? Like, what? Like, what's happening? Like, was she gonna leave him? You know, I, I need to answer these questions. At least like a throwaway scene. Um, <laughs> She, like, is, doesn't, apparently, like, they make this whole big build-up that she hasn't talked to the old woman in forever, ever, and then she, like, whispers to her right before she does this big reveal to Ruth Wilson. Mm-hmm. But, and then that's how she dies? Like, that's how our, that's how our girl dies. Like, that's how she's done. She just, like, gets scared. Uh, I don't know what to tell you. She couldn't, like, open the door and, like, just, like, peace. <laughs> Not to mention the fact that she's, like, 20-something years old and she's, like, living in this house for a year. I mean, it's, like, hashtag goals. <laughs> like, I mean, she, she, like, work at a hospital. Um, so when she, so when they find her body, when the that the, the random dude, you know, the... Bob Balaban? The, the, yeah, the caretaker. He, like, why does he go around to the back of the house? Do you notice this? Like, he finds her, and then he starts walking around to the back of the house, and then it, like, cuts to, like, the ambulance or whatever. I don't remember. I, I don't understand this. Uh, these are... So, I don't know. It just It's a very fragmented movie, in my opinion. Okay. But it's not bad. It's just... I don't know. And then... Then the ending, there's, like, a whole thing with the new family and blah, blah, blah. And I get the whole, like, the house is just borrowed and stuff like that. But I really wanted to – I really thought a good ending to it would be, like, having all three of the ghosts, like, sitting down, like, just, like, having ghost tea. Like at the end of Return of the Jedi? Yeah, exactly like that. Like, all three of them, like, all happy. Like, you got – you got the writer lady, you've got the blind, like the S and M blindfold girl, and you've got uh, Ruth Wilson, like all white, and they're just like chilling. They're like, "Hey, life is good being a ghost," <laughs> like like fucking Casper shit. Yeah, you got none. Of, got none of that. You only saw Ruth Wilson. Like I thought that was very incomplete. 
Like okay. clearly, you, clearly, you know, you've got more than one ghost in the house. Why don't you just? Why, I mean, it's like the last two minutes of the movie. Why don't you just put it all on Front Street? I got you. Am I wrong? You're not wrong. Okay. I mean, I'm not calling your baby ugly. I know you. You really. <laughs> you're like. I mean, I kind of feel like I am, but I'm not. I did not like it. I just. No, it's a, it's definitely not a perfect movie, but it what, is creepy. Like, was it a scary movie? No. Was it just, it's just like a scary story movie. Yeah, it's like just that. like creepy, and you get to look at Ruth Wilson a lot. Okay. So there you go. And then they're in the kitchen, and there's just like fucking chair on the wall. <laughs> but I like it really freaked me out because I was like, oh, yeah, like she's like talking on the phone. She doesn't even see this chair on the wall and the ghost fucking did that. But apparently the ghost didn't do that. Like, it's just like bad decorating or something. <laughs> I don't know. Like someone like just fucking go to Pier 1 like everybody else. <laughs> Ikea. <laughs> yeah. um, she shit. likes she likes the meatballs. Um, so, yeah, I, you know, go go watch it. It's on Netflix. You know, form your own opinion. Be be American. Yeah. You're a grown-ass man. Do it. Do it. Unless you're not. There. There you go. Uh, Is it my turn? It is. Okay. So, I have two movies on this list. Uh, The first movie I have on this list is a movie we share. I'll do the other one second because that's the one I made you watch. Event Horizon. We have talked about this many, many times, and we will continue to talk about this movie. Until the end of time. Because it is good. It is good and bad and good. This is probably my favorite bad movie. It is so good. And every time it was like on HBO for the last, it was on HBO literally for like five years straight. And then I would have to like, oh, okay, I couldn't find anything. Let's just put on Event Horizon. Yeah, Event Horizon. (laughs) Great sci-fi horror movie. Sam Neill, like just creepy as fuck. And Lawrence Fishburne and Jason Isaacs. Yeah, Jason Isaacs. He's super creepy. Yeah, um, but it's just, man, like horror, space horror kind of stuff. Like it's just crazy. Um, I shouldn't like this movie, but I do. No, I nobody know. should like this movie. Yeah. Yeah. But there are so many. It's like one of those like super polarizing movies where if yes. you like it, you really like it, and if you don't, you think it's garbage. You, it's like a, it's a, it's a train wreck, man. You can't look away at like the horror scenes especially when they're going through like the black hole thing and you're like oh. what is happening and the, the I mean, art direction and the sets <sighs> in this movie are amazing and it, it is very suspenseful because you got those that quiet you know you're in space you get that quiet time you know yeah, and it's, it's like space, what's gonna no happen can hear you scream no exactly um so watch event horizon please do it we will tell you again and again because we both love this movie it's really really um, good it's criminally really, really criminally underrated criminally on the b side but uh we love it um my last movie on the b side frighteners mm-hmm. frighteners yeah what i made you watch this you did not, not feeling it huh i watched all one hour and 50 minutes of it didn't like it no i did not like it really i didn't like it i like for like for a good two-thirds of it i was like what is i don't understand what's happening oh my gosh do you know who uh who are the writers and the director of this movie i do peter jackson peter jackson and his wife fran walsh yeah starring michael j fox i mean i watched this so i watched this with my wife Oh, okay. You made her watch it too. I made her watch it with me because I was re- I had to rent it, and so I was like, "I'm getting my four dollars worth. You're watching this with me." <laughs> and uh, 
the first well it wasn't the first scene but near the first when he runs into the guy's fence and aaron's like is this doc hollywood <laughs> no it's not doc hollywood i mean i just there was a lot okay. going okay. on and i was okay. just like i don't understand what's happening <laughs> I just thought it was a, it's like a fun ghost movie. I had the feeling that if I had seen this when I was, uh, I would have been N- like 96, 96. So I would have been, geez, I was 15. I was 17. If I had seen it at like 15, 16, 17, like I would have loved this, but seeing it 38, I was like, nope, I'm not feeling that. Okay. All right. You're entitled to your opinion. Yeah, it's I wrong, thought John Aston but... was disgusting. The what? John Aston was pretty disgusting. <laughs> He's creepy. When he He's starts cre- like dry humping Egyptian mummies, <laughs> my wife is like, "What is this?" <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, it had a hell of a cast. Okay, yeah, it sure did, man. Jake you know. Busey. Yeah, doing work, putting in, putting in his time. Yeah, he did. It wasn't for me. Okay. No, I, I appreciate the homework, though. You watched yeah, it. I did watch it. It's good for you. All right. I like Frighteners. I think it's fun. I think it's just, it, it is different. It is more culty. Yeah. Um, it's not really a horror. It's not, I guess it's kind of like a comedy thriller. I don't know. Um, but I liked it. So there it you was, go. Uh, I found out it was Michael J. Fox's last uh, starring role in a feature film. Wow, before before the Parkinson's. Yeah, he decided, really apparently, according to the trivia page, he decided he didn't want to take the time away from his family anymore, so he went back to do whatever show was it, Spin City or whatever it was. Yeah, and then, I love Michael J. I used, man, Spin City was good. He was good in that. I, I never watched it, but I heard it was good. So. Yeah. It was good. It's kind of it was kind of like news radio esque. I loved news radio so um, much. In, in that you had like this, you know, this quirky and that Joe cast. Rogan was and, in it. Yeah, in that UFC, Joe Rogan was in it. If yeah. your factor's Joe Rogan, um, so there you go. But no, I enjoyed Spin City quite a bit. Um, okay, so you know, agree to disagree. Yeah. Uh, let's go through some classics real quick. Let's do it. Um, I had three on here and need no introduction. Silence of the Lambs. Amazing film. Amazing film. Seven. We talked about this earlier. David Fincher film. Amazing and fi- film. And finally, Cape Fear. Now, which it, go ahead. It, this is the the new Cape Fear, right? Which I say new is. This is the this is the De Niro ago. the De Niro Cape Fear. De Niro. Okay, not uh, not um, uh, is there Robert a newer Mitchum one? and Gregory Peck. No, there's oh, an old no, no. one. That's there's an old one. one. This yeah. is a, okay. You're saying the 1991 Cape Fear is the new Cape Fear? Yes, exactly. To me, gotcha. that's new. <laughs> <laughs> um, I just, I think it, for me, it's on this list. It was 10 years old when I when it came it came out. I was 10 years old when it came out, and I think I saw it really too early um, when I shouldn't oh, have. And I, I think it just kind of stuck with me. So the um, scenes with uh, Juliette Lewis at the school when he's like pretending to be the drama teacher, like those yes. might have gone over your head a little. A little bit. Okay, gotcha. I don't think I was ten when I saw it, but I was definitely like preteen. Um, Jessica Lange was so good in this film. Yeah, it's it's a great film, and it's very messed up. Like it's super messed up. De Niro is awesome in it. And this was back when Nick Nolte could still act. Oh yeah, yeah. And so like it was it was really really good. It was yeah, peak so Nolte. Peak Nolte. Yeah. So such yeah, a good I would, film. Um, 
I would highly recommend it. Yeah, he did. Yeah, right before that, another forty-eight hours, and then Cape Fear, and then Prince of Tide. So again, Prince the three-year stretch. Yeah. Three years, actually, a two-year stretch. Cape Fear and Prince of Tides came out the same year. He, I mean, is that seriously? Right? So he's going up against himself for wow. the Oscars. There, he had a big nineteen ninety-one. Wow. Good I mean, for him. I, so did I, but. Wow. <laughs> um, okay, so what are yours in I the quickly, quickly in the classics? Yeah, I'll tear through my classics really quick. Uh, Psycho, 1960, mm-hmm. Hitchcock. It's amazing. <coughs> you should watch it. The, 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 Vince, Gus, the Vince Vaughn, the Christian Bale Psycho? Yeah, the, the Vince Vaughn, Gus Van Sant remake is not terrible. Mm-hmm. But you don't need to watch that because oh, no. it's basically Christian a Bale is America. Christian Bale's American Psycho. My bad. That's American Psycho, which is a good uh, movie. That's a good Vince movie. Vaughn. Vince Vaughn was the remake. Vince right? Vaughn. Yeah. yeah. Um, you, it's basically a shot-for-shot shot remake of this, which is a really, really, really good movie. So just watch this instead. It's really good. Okay. Anthony Perkins, Vera Miles. It's very good. Um, and uh, my second one is the original Texas Chainsaw Massacre, 1974. This is another one where unless you're like okay with like weird ass creepy shit, you're not gonna want to watch this because it gets real, real creepy in the second half, real creepy and real weird. But it is a seminal horror movie, and it's mm-hmm. it's entertaining. I'll give you that; it's entertaining, and you can watch you? it right now on Prime Video. Excellent. Yeah, I know you're a big fan of the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. There've been so many of them; it's hard to keep up. They've like done that movie a lot. So I know that I, I I mean the only part of Texas Chainsaw Massacre I've seen are the clips from Summer School. Yeah, it's that it was one of those films that like when I was a kid, and this might be true for you, it was like you heard about it, but nobody ever actually saw it. Did you not? Did you not get that joke? What? Did you not get my joke? I I, I, I felt I felt like that joke went over your head. Can you repeat it? I said the only the only clips of Texas Chainsaw Massacre I've seen are, are from the movie Summer School. Oh, from the I thought you said from Summer School. Oh no, from I didn't the movie. You said from the movie. Well, yes, I, I probably said from Summer School, like the yeah. movie Summer School. Yeah, that is that is a great homage to the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. It's a great um, movie. That is, Summer School is a phenomenal Mar- movie. Mark Harmon <laughs> and uh, Kirstie Alley. Yes, she's the other teacher. Yeah, and. Uh, and what's the other girl that's in like every one of those movies that came out in the eighties? That she's the the girl who's like has a crush on him. The Forget her girl. Name. She's in um, she's also in like is she in that she's in like the, one of those some of those crazy C. Thomas Howell movies from the eighties. You know what I'm talking about? Like like the one where he was um, in blackface. It could be that one, or it could be the one the volleyball movie Side Out. <laughs> <laughs> he was he was in a lot of those movies. <laughs> See uh, Thomas Howell. So, Man. just to give you a quick synopsis, uh, two siblings visit their grandfather's grave in Texas along with three of their friends, and are attacked by a family of cannibalistic psychopaths. That's this is Texas Chainsaw. Texas Chainsaw okay. Massacre. All right, I thought we were talking about Rosemary's Baby. No. Uh, so my next classic is The Shining, which is a great film. Yawn. You talk about The Shining all the time. I do love The Shining. It's a uh, creepy awesome movie it's very different from the book uh mm-hmm. but it's really good jack nicholson and shelly duvall very good Scat i think the movie, stands, the movie stands on its own it does yeah they're very different the movie and the book and love the ending i do like the ending a lot yeah oh, I, just, I love movies like that that just have this kind of like just 
it just makes you think a little bit once it's over you're like oh it it kind of gives you something to make you think back to earlier scenes you've seen does that yes. make sense like yes. and you and i like that that it's like fade it shows you something it fades to black credits and you're like still thinking about some of those earlier scenes and as a result of having learned something new in the last like minute i, yes. I like that i'm a that, fan that's a very good thing um, uh, I think that's I think that's a a way for a filmmaker to, to really have a lasting impression and have that movie can you know the the, the theme and and the, the context continue and it's just like get you continue to think about it because you're like wait a minute what 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 that's exactly right. <laughs> but I like I like I like Shining. Did you see the uh, the Shining made for TV movie remake starring Wings actor? Something, something, something. I don't know his name. Steven Weber? Yes! No, I did not. I love how when I said wings, like, that was your first... Uh, well, there's only two. <laughs> him and... Uh, what's his face? Tim something? Yeah. I mean, there's also... Uh, but there's also Monk. There's Monk. And and there's the other guy that was Sandman in Spider-Man 3. I did not know that they but, did uh, a remake. Yes. yes. If you, You'll have to watch it now. Um, they did it. This was probably late 90s. Okay. Mid, nine, mid, mid to late 90s, can I'm you find it? I'm scrolling down. Find uh, Steven. Are you on Steven Weber's IMDb? I'm on Steven it, Weber. He did an episode of Tales from the Crypt. He was in Single White got, Female. It's got to be like mid late 90s. He did an episode of Deep Space Nine. I guarantee he you. He was in he did Leaving this. Las Vegas? He was in Dracula Dead and Loving It. I'm not seeing it. Let me see. he, oh, the show, oh, it was a TV miniseries. Okay. Yes. When? What year was it? 97. I told you. Yes. Yeah. God, I'm good. So he was the dad? Yeah. yeah. He was the dad. But they had this Rebecca like... Rebecca DeMornay was Winnie. It it was like some... It had like a happy ending or something because it like cut at the end. I remember it was like the kid's high school graduation and his dad was like there or something watching him. I don't know. It was weird. Oh but my God. I'm more... looking at the photos from it and it looks terrible. <laughs> Oh my god. Well, I think it was on ABC, so there you go. I have to see this. <laughs> yeah, you do, bro. <laughs> I have to see this film. <laughs> oh, I'm definitely going to see this. Okay. Cool. How are you going to see that? I don't know. I will find it. If I have to buy it on Amazon, I will see this. I don't think I don't think they like it just It says straight... they have it on disc at Amazon. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Let me oh, see here. Awesome. They do. I can buy it right it now was, for seven dollars and seventeen cents. Prime. It was a um, it was a time uh, in our lives where they were remaking a lot of Stephen King movies. You know, they like or like they're the doing it as like TV. They were doing a lot of Stephen King as TV show, TV miniseries, like The Langoliers with that with Bronson Pinchot. Remember that? <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, dude. Balky was it. I'm pretty sure he was. I'm pretty sure, dude. Oh I, dude, shit! It's I on have, the same. Let me check. Let me click on it here. Hold on. I have so much like random wow. knowledge stored in this head. Was I right? I'm was looking, he in that? I'm looking. I'm pretty sure he was in Langoliers. It's not, and, and it's, it's like right around that same. It's got to be right around that same time, like '90s, mid '90s. It's when it has a new altitude. <laughs> Did you find it? I found it, but it doesn't have a list of the cast. Okay, I, I'm pretty sure he was in that. Holy shit. 
Yeah, here he was. He was Craig yes, Toomey. Here it, yes, Bronson Pinchot. Ninety ninety-five. What did I tell you, man? TV oh miniseries. They did. Yeah. They did a ton of these Stephen King things as TV miniseries. They did. Um, Didn't they, they do did the, the stand think, like three? Yeah, times? Yeah, they did the stand. They did. Um, what was that other one? Fuck the one where like the um, the Tommy Knockers. They did yeah. the fucking. To- they did the Tommy Knockers as a like TV miniseries too. It wasn't on TV, but I know they made like. 15 sequels to Pet Cemetery. Wow. Yeah, look at this. The Tommy Tommyknockers starring Jimmy Smits and Mark Helgenberger. <laughs> 1993, bitch. <laughs> I mean, fucking 90s king, man. Oh my god, that's hilarious. Holy shit. Okay, so my next classic. Holy wow, god. Wow, we need to just like watch uh Stephen King TV series. Oh my Steve god, TV that's our spin podcast. Wow. Shitty TV, Stephen King. Oh god, Mark Helgenberger. Oh. I like her. Yeah, she's something. Uh, so. My final anyway. classic is from 1968. The Roman Polanski classic, Rosemary's Baby. It's my second mm-hmm. favorite Polanski film. Second favorite? Yes. First one? Chinatown. Oh, okay. Uh, young is that, couple. Is that star, is that that Kurt Russell movie? Big oh Trouble, like Big Trouble Little nope. China. No, nope. that is one of the best bad movies of all time, though. Big, Big Trouble, Trouble Little China. China? Yeah, yeah, that's one of the best bad movies ever. <laughs> no, uh, Rosemary's Baby is uh, it's Mia Farrow and John Cassavetes, and they oh. they move into oh, an John apartment. Cass- oh, John Cassavetes? Is yeah. that the same? Is that the same Cassavetes that was in that movie we talked about, which was? Um, what was that? The one with the with Charlie Sheen and the like crazy car, and and Ron and Ron Howard's brother. I'm talking <laughs> I don't about. know. It was called the it was called the Wraith, and I made you oh, watch I it. I remember that. Yeah, you made me watch that. It was starring Cat. What was the what's that guy's name? Castro. Oh. Nick Casavetes. I think that's his oh, son. That's, oh, that's Nick Casavetes. Yeah, okay. I think I think that might be his son. Gotcha. Anyway, continue. Okay, so John Cassavetes is in Rosemary's Baby, and he and Mia Farrow are a young couple. They move into an apartment, and they are surrounded by peculiar neighbors and occurrences. And then she becomes pregnant, and there's, like, all kinds of paranoia and stuff. I don't want to give away any of it, but it's really, really good, and it's it's super dark, and, like, and there's, like, this, like, really creepy mystery element to it. It's really, really good. And I love it. And you can watch it on Amazon Prime right now. It's really there good. you go. Well, now I feel like we have to at least mention the Wraith because I forgot about that movie. Um, Nineteen eighty-six. We? We've talked about we've talked about this before, and you need to watch it because it is a horror movie, and the girl in it is really fucking hot. Um, I don't remember the girl in it. She's really hot. Uh, Sherry Lynn Fenn. Oh yeah, she was in Twin Peaks. Yeah, she's pretty hot. Um, so, starring Charlie Sheen, Nick Cassavetes, Randy Quaid. Wow. Wow. I, I watched that when you recommended Clint it, but I can't Howard. remember much of it. Yeah. It's pretty bad, but it's like one of those that, it was one of those movies that I remembered watching like 20 years ago and was like, oh yeah, it was like a random TV show, that movie that was on, um, you know, that you think about those kind of movies like that. I don't know why, I was thinking about, do you remember the movie... Uh, where the guy's going to get married and then he like dips out the night before or whatever and goes and buys a Lamborghini and like goes and meets this like really hot uh, Lamborghini saleswoman and like goes on this crazy trip with her. I do, do not. You remember that movie? Was that Mannequin? Ah, 
No, it's starring, um, what? <laughs> I said, What's... was it Mannequin? Oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> I don't um, remember that movie. Uh, what's the guy's name in Father of the Bride? Not Steve Martin. Um, the kid. What's his name? What's his name? I don't know. I remember name? liking that movie. Father of the Bride? Oh, it's a great movie. Um, Martin Short. George Newbern. Okay. Weird name for I a guy. I don't remember this person at all. Okay, so, um... Kieran Culkin yeah, you, was in yeah, that. You know George Newbern. He was, um... Um, hang on a second. He's in Scandal. He was in what? I don't think I know this person. Is it this guy? Maybe, maybe it's that other dude. Maybe it's a. I I always get him. Maybe it's... Is it this guy or is it Andrew McCarthy? I get the two of them confused. Andrew McCarthy was in a lot of stuff. Maybe it's Andrew McCarthy. I'm going to try Andrew McCarthy. Andrew McCarthy was in the Lamborghini? Yeah, like he goes to get married... And then he, like, saves up all his money, and he goes to, like, buy this Lamborghini, and this woman, like, sells him this, this really hot woman sells him this Lamborghini, and then... Was it Weekend at Bernie's? No, it was not Weekend at Bernie's. <laughs> I can't believe, I can't believe you haven't seen this movie. I don't remember this at all. Not even a little. Director, producer? No. Wow, you was a direct... Andrew McCarthy's a He director. was a mannequin. All right, we gotta scroll down. Wow, he wasn't a lot of stuff, wasn't he? Not 96. This was definitely an 80s movie. Um, he was in St. Elmo's Fire. Uh, this is really going to bother me. You going to be able to move on? or? <laughs> <laughs> Probably not. Probably not. I'm going to have to find it out, and then I'm going to have to tweet about it later. Okay. Um, it's either him... It's, it's one of these two. It's either Andrew McCarthy or the, the guy from Father of the Bride. I don't know. Anyway. Uh, all right. What's our next category? Oh, Denzel. Denzel. Cool. All right. So let's talk about Denzel quickly. Let's do it. Uh, just because I fucking love Denzel. Two movies that, if you haven't seen, they fall in the more thriller category, but you have to see it. Okay, They're really Bone good Collector. movies. Bone Collector is a really great movie starring Angelina Jolie. I saw that about the time it came out, and I remember mm -hmm. really liking that movie. Really good movie, uh, and Fallen, great film, which is a great. So you have, you had seen this when we talked. I think we talked about this a few months ago. You had seen it, or you hadn't seen it, and you did see it. Fallen, yeah, I had seen it, but it had been a long, long been time. All, okay, so I, I think I watched it again. Yeah, is on my side. It's crazy. The ending of that's crazy. It's just like yeah, it's a great film. Yeah, good for John Goodman, friend of the show. Friend of the show, John Goodman. Um, so those are two two of my Denzel films yeah. that are like must watches. So my and in the in the thriller category, right? Exactly. So my Denzel films are not Denzel films because I couldn't think of any other ones that I really wanted to talk about. So I did uh -huh. Morgan Freeman. Oh, okay. Yeah. So I got uh, Along Came a Spider. Okay. Okay. With, okay. Cool. Um, cool. 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 Uh, Let's see, he's in that. Anton Yelchin's actually in that. He's really, really? Young, I think. Yeah. I think he's kid okay. or something. I don't know. Uh, it's a David. It's a, these are the David Cross books. Yes. These are, yeah. Alex Cross. Alex Cross. Sorry. Yeah. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Yeah, yeah. These are both Alex Cross films. Uh, You're so right. You're right. Along Came a Spider. And before that was uh, Kiss the Girls. Yes. Ashley Judd and Carrie Fucking Ellis. Fucking love this movie. Yeah, it's a great yeah, film. The Hardy's guy. The Hardy's guy. Yes. It's a really, really good movie. <laughs> I mean, they're both good, but... Um, 
Kiss the Girls is great, and yeah. it just it just underscores Jeremy the Pippen's amazing in it too. So. <laughs> and Kiss the Girls, what? Yeah. He plays I a, need to re- uh, LAPD. I think he just plays like a regular cop. I can't remember. I need to rewatch Kiss the Girls. Yeah. I think it's um, just a bit part. It it what you know it underscored our need to have a greater discussion of Ashley Judd films because yes. I am I am an Ashley Judd apologist. You are, yeah. I love Ashley Judd movies. What and it, so we need to have okay, not, so, not today. Today's not the day. No, today's so not the day. But right off so the top what? of your head, best Ashley Judd film. Oh my god! I mean, it's tough. It's tough. It is. She's got forty nine actress credits. Like I can give you mine right off the top. Would, of my would head. you? Would you say it's? Would you call it like? her best role or the best movie because like she's in heat which is a great movie yeah. but i don't think that's a defining role for her no you're right you know, you know what I'm saying? my favorite movie with her in it is heat okay right but like, my favorite a great film movie my favorite yeah. i wouldn't call that an ashley judd film no you know what i'm not. saying it's more of a Val um, kilmer film i would probably say double jeopardy very very good film <clears throat> i love bruce greenwood <clears throat> and Bruce Greenwood as a bad guy is like even better. So for her, I can't I can't decide. We'll talk about this in a specific Ashley Judd discussion, but I can't decide between Dolphin Tail and Dolphin Tail Two. Wow. Uh, have, you have seen so you have seen Double Jeopardy. I have, but it's been a very long time. Have you seen? I'll give you another movie that it's like right up there. I, Kiss the Girls is great too. I don't. It's tough. It's tough with between Kiss the Girls and Double Jeopardy. But I just, I just think she's so badass in Double Jeopardy, um, like chasing him down after like he fucks with her. It's just awesome. It's, and the whole like New Orleans like Cajun thing is like really cool. Like the set pieces in Double Jeopardy is awesome. Oh, so have you seen the movie? Oh, she's in Time to Kill too. Damn, man, she was doing work in the nineties. I haven't seen that movie in a long time. Uh, night or when did this come out? Two thousand two. High crimes, very criminally underrated. Pun intended. Uh, you need to watch High Crimes before our Ashley Judd discussion. I think I saw that, but I'm gonna have to go back and look. Starring Morgan Freeman, your friend. Wait, Adam Scott's in that? Yes. Holy shit. Yes. Yeah, I'm gonna have to he watch plays, that. He uh, plays yeah. He and Jim Caviezel, Jesus himself, is in it. So there you go. How did they get Jesus in this film? <laughs> I don't know. It, it was flashbacks. Yeah. So we gotta have a whole Ashley Judd thing. Yeah. So watch High Crimes. That's your homework assignment. Okay. Um, for for that, and then maybe we'll do maybe we'll do like a Ashley Judd. And I know you had like a huge Charlize Theron heart on. I do. So what is your number one Charlize Theron movie? Oh, uh, Fury Road by far. Oh, okay, number one. Okay, number, number one with a bullet. Fury Road. Number <laughs> number two. I don't know. <laughs> did she make anything else? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure she did. Italian Job. Come on. Oh, the original so much better. No, stop it. Oh, it's so uh, much better. The original. So come much on, better. Marky Mark and Seth Green no, and Jason Statham. No, no, stop. no, 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 no. It's no, so good. No, 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 no. no. Stop. The Italian original, job is the original so, so good. much better. Okay. And Donald Sutherland. So, <laughs> Donald Sutherland. Uh, so we got through Denzel. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Let's yeah. 
tear i don't i don't even have a timer i have no idea how long we've been talking but uh about an hour about an hour and a half jesus christ okay so then our last category is films that change the game oh okay so real quickly needs no introductions um two that i have on there are scream and saw i mean just from a pure go ahead i was like those two like if any two films changed the horror game it's those two films right i mean even even if you don't love those movies like you can't deny in the context and the time in which they came out like what they did for the genre i mean especially screen came at a time where you really weren't seeing a lot of those movies anymore um and then it just took like influential it took this teenage you know romantic kind of like coming of age thing all these movies around that time were coming out like um can't hardly wait and she's all that and all this stuff and like threw a horror genre threw a horror element into it where you didn't know what was happening who was the killer like made fun of all these other horror movies and all the rules and everything it was our generation's cabin in the woods yeah totally but here's the most important thing about scream and then i'll let you move on it introduced okay. us and introduced an entire generation to Skeet Ulrich and Matthew Lillard. <laughs> well, we knew Matthew Lillard. He was he was doing work in some of these other movies like Summer Catch. Oh, uh, I, with, I with didn't Freddie see that. Prince Jr. Oh, Jessica Beals. Oh, Freddie Prince Jr. Oh, Summer Catch. Come on now. Sorry. Um, I, I mean, he hadn't quite gotten into his entire Scooby-Doo Um career i think he was in she's all that too i think he was in she's all that so he just kind of moved right over um so he, was he, was he was shaggy right yeah he was shaggy he was in hackers uh, he wasn't hackers um so yeah scream i mean you got to acknowledge it and then saw it just just for like what it did and honestly i i think i saw i saw saw one and two i don't think i saw any of the other ones after that but just for the reveal at the end Oh God! The, so... the first time, right? It's kind of like the first time you see Sixth Sense. You know, you can never, you can never really like see it again for the first time. Yeah, but it's one first... of those where you wanna, you wanna like forget it and watch it again. Because that that reveal at the end, you've been watching this scene the entire time, and then be like, oh my God, he was fucking there the whole time. He was that guy. Ugh, and and all the film. crazy shit that he, they have to do. There's a lot of oh. people in this movie too. Carrie Elwes was in it. Danny Glover, Ken Leung. Mm-hmm was in it uh, wow let's see uh, oh Michael Emerson was in it I don't remember him at all in that mm-hmm. but he was dead guy number three dead guy number three I think yeah uh, but it's really influential film and like super I think super influential in that like just you know in, in those crazy just horror story like the purge and and all these other movies that have come out in the years since that i mean i think they wouldn't be where they were without saw yeah very very influential so anyway all right year two and then some picks so i've got one that's more of a horror film and one that's more of a thriller Uh, the horror film is the blair witch project Mm -hmm. which made it (laughs) made every prospective filmmaker want to use found footage and it's the only one that actually works uh, but it was like, it was, it was very really, influential. You thought it was real, like you really did think it, it was felt real very when it real. first. Of course, when it, it also, first. Yeah, it came out at nineteen in nineteen ninety nine. We had never seen a film like this before. I remember and, seeing it. I was a senior in high school, and I remember like going to the theater and just being like, "Oh my god, what the fuck is this?" I watched it in Grafton Stovall, 
<laughs> the first time. And I remember somebody, I, I think Aaron was, I can't remember. I know that I was intoxicated. Hmm. And I remember the shit being scared out of me. Wow. 21 means 21, uh, listeners. Uh, 1999. Yep. Yep. 21. <laughs> I might have been only 20. Uh, wait. 30th of July, 99. No, but you know, it's Grass and Sobel, so it didn't, it, we didn't watch it the, when it came out. It was later. Oh, so, okay. So okay. I could have so been you watched 21. it in like 2000. Know. Yeah, I could have been 21. It's possible. <laughs> okay. Uh, anything's po- anything's possible. But I remember this movie just being like, so, like everybody was talking about it, and it was very, very influential. And then like the the whole VHS series that came out after this, that was kind of found footage. It's it's a good movie. It's super creepy. But of course, once you, I mean, what like. You kind of know in the back of your head, like it's not real, but it feels real when you're watching it. Mm-hmm. So, it's good you just film. like just you just suspend belief, you know? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and, it made it really easy to suspend disbelief. Uh, then my thriller is a movie from 1979. I had just been born, and that film is Ridley Scott's Alien. No, is that is it Bill Paxton in that too? Uh, no, Tom Skerritt, no. Sigourney Weaver, Veronica. Who Cartwright. am I thinking? Of? Uh, oh. I don't know. Harry oh, Dean okay. Stanton, John Hurt. He's the one who gets his chest exploded. Ian Holm. And you have to Ian Holm's in it? Ian Holm is in it. He plays Ash. Wow. Yeah. Uh, if you have not seen Alien, I'm not going to spoil it for you. You need to see Alien. It's very, very good. You should watch it. Turn off the Okey-dokey. lights and watch it. It scares the shit out of you. There you go. Yeah. It's really, really good really good it's way more i mean it is a sci-fi movie but it's way more thriller than the other alien uh, movies dan o'bannon wrote the story in the screenplay father of eric and father chelsea of eric and chelsea O'Bannon. <laughs> so there's full circle right there he also wrote total recall wow yeah who knew and who knew? aliens and and oh he's okay um, you think you think eric and chelsea would have turned out a little better he wrote blue thunder wow, wow. Jersey Blue Thunder, Roy Scheider in a in a helicopter. No, sorry, missed that somehow. Yeah. So Alien, phenomenal movie. I highly, highly recommend it. Okay, 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 okay. Cool, 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 cool. Boom, boom. All right, we're done with the horror. Yeah, thriller. let's wrap this bad boy up with some picks. A couple quick picks, and we're getting the fuck out of here. Yeah. All right, so uh, my pick is based off our lovely discussion at the beginning of this episode of the onset on game of thrones um i have uh occasionally thrown out some picks from this uh podcast network the ringer my friend the sports guy bill simmons yes uh, his podcast network and i have to say Uh, those they are all good recommendations yeah, so this is another great one. So they actually did, in preparation for Season 7, they released a podcast called Binge Mode where they literally went deep dive on every single episode. So they did an an episode for each episode. Wow. For six seasons. That was intense. So I, I could not commit fully to that, but I did commit myself to listening to the last episode for season the season finale for season six which was highly excellent and i would recommend um it 
you know, the two people that are doing this, Jason Concepcion and uh, Mallory Rubin, are like super book nerds, super into the canon of all that stuff, lo- but love the TV show, but just know so much about the history and the backstory mm-hmm. that it's very helpful and engaging in, in like in building that world and trying to like understand more about it. So, um, listening to this last one, which is the one I sent the link to, is just the the season finale um, for season six. It's about an hour and a half or so and they go through everything there and it's and it's really helpful um, in understanding what's going on kind of jumping back in in season seven so uh, i would recommend at least listening to this one particular episode uh, and if it suits your fancy you can go back and listen to some other ones particularly if there's some some episodes that you really liked um you know a lot you know like hard home and and some of the other ones that are just really good episodes uh that you want to get some more uh, deep dive on and they are actually going to be uh continuing this through season seven so they will do a kind of a recap deep dive uh midweek probably mid to late week after each uh of the season seven episodes that you can tune into as well so uh, i'm sure that'll be very entertaining cool so i recommend that so it's called binge mode on the ringer um you can just search binge mode probably um in overcast or itunes however you like to uh listen to that and uh check it out i'll help you with your game of throning <laughs> i like it uh, my pick is a film, I guess. It's a mockumentary about the prevalence of doping in the world of professional cycling. It's called Tour de Pharmacy. It's Andy- Sandberg! Andy Sandberg. Okay, so listen, yeah. listen to this cast, bro. Andy Sandberg, Orlando Bloom, Joe Buck playing himself. Yeah, okay. I know you love Joe Buck. I hate Joe Buck. I do. Uh, <laughs> David Diggs from Hamilton, John Cena, Mike Tyson. Oh, wow. uh, Edgar Wright, Seth Moore. I mean, there's a there's a thousand celebrities in this thing, and John on HBO, right? it. It's on HBO. You can watch it right now. Uh, it's Dolph Lundgren's in it, like Maya Root. Like the, everybody's in this thing. It's only forty minutes long. It's hilarious. Wow. Yeah, it's absolutely hilarious. My wife and I watched it together, and we could not stop laughing. It's hilarious. So go watch. JJ Abrams, wow. JJ Abrams plays himself. Chris Weber, uh, wow. Let's see here. Will Forte's in it. Danny Glover, Jeff Goldblum, Dolph Lundgren, James Marsden. Uh, Kevin Bacon. Kevin Bacon's in it. Yep. I, Nathan. Fe- oh, Nathan Fielder is in it. Like every, it. Yeah, he's in it. Everybody is in this damn thing, and it's hilarious. I do have to warn you though, if you are uncomfortable seeing a lot of male penis. You might want to steer clear. Oh, okay. There's a lot of pee. Julia Ormond doing we work. We don't get to see her penis, but you do get to see oh, penis. Okay. <laughs> that's that's not, that's for the sequel. But it's absolutely um, hilarious. It's not HBO for the has done this. The, HBO has been like all about this, didn't they? They did the other one. Yeah, right? they did a Which tennis was like one. The tennis. Yeah, with also with Andy Samberg, and I think Orlando Bloom was in that one too. And it, that one was hilarious, also. But it, it's very very funny. You should definitely cool. check it out. All right, I will maybe will do that. Maybe I will. Maybe do it. So that's it. That's all. It's all we have. It's done. No more. This was fucking long as shit. Yeah. But, uh, but I think it was good. Farewell. It was good. Yeah. Vidizane farewell. Uh, M i c k e y m o u s e. Till next time, fools. We're gonna take a little bit of a hiatus. Uh, I'm going on vacation. You're going on vacation. I am moving out of this hellhole that is my home. And into a new place. So are you moving um, away from the fireworks? Yeah, God, God, I hope so. Okay. <laughs>
Oh, my wife. She's something special. Uh, so, yes, I'll be moving, you'll be vacationing, and we will reconvene uh, in the new year. I mean, in the new month. <laughs> we'll, have a, we'll have maybe a podcast before I go on vacation, um, which is like second week of August. Yeah. So hopefully we'll maybe we'll do something. August. Yeah! Have an A1 day. Peace! Peace!